Hey, what's going on out there, guys? This is DJ Garcia, and this is uh, After the Texer Sign. How are you, Deb? Hey, hi, DJ. It's Deb Mortweet. Hey there. He's your treasure. I'm your deputy treasure. That's right. We really got to work out that intro a little bit. It's kind of the same and always kind of different at the same time. I so. know. It is Tuesday, September 15th. I know. And, and this last is the... night was select board meeting. Yeah, today, finally. Today you signed the checks. Today I did. I went down. There was a ton of stuff because they hadn't met for three weeks. So uh, they left a little bit for me to do two weeks ago. They kind of popped in and signed off on the manifest and said, sign these checks, pay these bills. But it actually been three weeks since they met. Okay, so so I, you dropped these words out there. So um, I know it's not like making up a pizza where you can just improvise, mm-hmm. but you just said the word manifest. So for people out there who don't know what that means... Yeah. So basically a manifest is is a list of all the checks that I have to sign, and those are based on the bills that were signed off on by the select board. So they sign off on each individual bill. Um, I look at them too, uh, but then to me it comes as a manifest, meaning you know from start to finish all the checks that are in front of me, I verify the vendor, verify the amount, sign the check, and then I put a little check mark my process. I put a little check mark next to it to make sure I checked everything I was supposed to. And then it was it was there, you know, because maybe it got f- dropped. Mm-hmm. And when I was walking from the finance mm-hmm. officer to the courtroom, mm-hmm. I dropped it. And now there's not one missing. So that's mm-hmm. how I check myself. So I use the manifest as kind of like my checklist to, you know, do what has to be done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that's what a manifest is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I ever explained that to you. And you're the deputy treasurer. I know. So you you have, should know that. You have. I just, when when a word is said like that, you know, like yeah. I don't drop words of diseases on you, but, uh-huh. you know, just like that, I'm just, I'm just sensitive that people are like going manifest, yeah. you know, I think of manifest destiny. Yes. So, so anyway, that is your um, definition of manifest. That's yeah. your definition of the day. Thank you. Well, that was great. So, and we didn't even write that on our paper know, up here. So we're, we're improvising right now. This we is are. great. <laughs> so hopefully it's entertaining for you guys. So yes, like Deb said, it's Tuesday, September 15th. We've been doing this on Wednesdays over the past few months. This is the first time I can say at last night's select board meeting and not get in trouble or or get, you know, pointed out that it was two nights ago, DJ. Uh, so, you know, last night they had a full list because it had been three weeks since they met. So there was a ton of stuff. It seemed like the meeting kind of dragged a little bit to me. Um, you know, I mean, it was it was a late night. But before they even got to the uh, non-public meeting, uh, it had been like three and a half hours that we yep. were sitting there. So yep. it, was, it was a long one, a long bid. So nice this and is chilly. The, Windows open, nice and chilly. Yeah, it was. It was very fall-like. Uh, out there, it was it was dark pretty early, and and really, DJ, um, the mood in the room was very civil last night. It was actually maybe it was the fall air. It was crisp, but it seemed like or the, the moon. There's yeah. a new moon coming up. That's it right. Was, it was it was very nice. Yeah, I mean, I I I would agree with you. It seemed like all three of the board members were up there working together and. Um, on the same page, which was a nice change yep. because they do like to butt heads a little bit. Yep. Uh, so, you know, for, for me as an observer, it definitely uh, had a civil feel to it. Yep. I would agree with that statement. Yep. Uh, so, you know, they, they had a full agenda. Like I said, it had been a few weeks since they met. Uh, so the first thing that they did uh, was they had Catherine Heck, whose name has come up a few times in this podcast. She is the uh, second set of eyes. She actually called herself that last mm-hmm. night, too. Um, so the, she's the second set of eyes and the, the uh, 
consultant that the town of Wilton has hired to work on the town's um, books and accounting and mi- missing financial policies. So we wrote down up here that in the past couple of times that Catherine has been in front of the board, they had, she had given them a list of like 20 or 25 missing financial policies that the town of Wilton really should adopt to address concerns from auditors and to con- address concerns at a, as a municipality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and then the board had asked her to outline the top five mm-hmm. out of those 25. Because like it's the, like, there's like, we can't do 20. Like, yeah, we only got one year, yeah. you know, as, as this board. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean. Which I mean, is legit. And it's true. Yeah. And, and not to mention that, I mean, it's September and we just finished our audit, you know, so we're literally already up against the next audit right now. I mean, December books close and we're going to be in a shuffle again to get the next audit going. So we're not going to get 25 different policies established in the next three months. So, and we weren't told what those top five financial policies were. Um, at least not in detail. They were hinted at over the past, like, and this yeah. is kind of like a building story where every time she's come up, she said, these are the policies that you need, yeah. but you know, they weren't detailed. Like these five are the five that we're yeah. going to work so, on. But I'm going to, I'm going to ask for those because I just, I, I think that's okay for us to know like yeah. what their priorities are because they did change them yeah. um, with this um, intermunicipal agreement. Right, so they actually changed her priorities. um, priorities. So her priorities (laughs) were... Which is good. Sure. You know, I mean, get the most out of the people that work for you. That's that's what they're trying to do. But um, so they, they had... The board had actually said to her that we want your new priority to be instead of focusing on these financial policies that we're missing, which you did already, and we know that we need to address those. Mm -hmm. But the new thing that we want you to do is to start working on the intermunicipal agreement for the ambulance department. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of a big nut to crack because that's that's a big deal. I don't really know how long it's for. Did you catch that? How long the intermunicipal agreement would be for? I do not know. No That's a good question. Is it two years, five years, ten years. I mean, this whatever she's working on right now could literally dictate the next ten years of. But that agreement that has been such a fluid thing because um, Greenfield, Lineborough, and Wilton are the only ones that are putting into that little pot. Right. And um, uh, less one town. Less less temple. Less temple. Which, yeah. Which I. And, and DJ would, didn't know that, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I, yeah. I confirm that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah there. So, and, and and wouldn't you know that the reason Temple's not involved anymore is because they weren't happy with the execution of the previous uh, intermunicipal agreement, right? So the work that's going to get done on this newest one is really important. It is important, um, and I know that leading up to this, I have said, you know, because this has come up a couple of times over the last two years, that. To me, it seems like this should be everybody's top priority, um, just like with the Mac Base stuff. You know, Mac Base has its own intermunicipal agreement, yeah. and it's bumped us into a lot of issues as as a town yeah. because Milford has two votes, and Mount, Mount Vernon, Vernon and Wilton only have one. one. So every time we can get outvoted or just a stalemate, yep. you know. Yep. So um, these intermunicipal agreements are a big deal, and they really only happen in small communities like ours. Yep. You know, so. I think it's, I mean, if anybody wanted to step in and make a difference, it would be with this process. Yeah, we are, Wilton is service heavy. (laughs) Um, Our, besides our ambulance, 
yep. our fire, police. our police, our recycling, mm-hmm. all those are very expensive. Definitely. And little little Wilton um, has to work really hard to to come up with all of the policy, the contracts, you know, and everything. It's and tons of money. Tons I mean, of money. It costs a lot of money to run all those uh, departments that you just listed out there. Uh, and I mean, it, it makes Wilton be in the top, you know, 15% in the state Woo-hoo. as far as tax. Are we per aspiring? Capita. Are we aspiring to that? I hope not. Okay. I mean, because right. my taxes are already big enough. And now that I own three properties in town, like every time <laughs> we pass one of these Warren articles, I do the math and I'm like, okay, times three. Ugh. Uh, uh. So, you know, I mean, so this intermunicipal agreement that Catherine's going to work on, um, I hope to be, you know, give some input on that. Um, I actually said to you last night, I said, it's getting harder and harder for me to sit here in the crowd and listen to this. Yeah. He says that with, with a mask on and me with a mask on and me with my ears turned away. I said, are you talking to me? It's like, it's like, so, so we actually do have a little, um, legal pad here that we write notes. We wrote notes. Put stars on things and we're not going to read those. Those are, those are, um, non-public. I'm public. Okay, let's go on. Yeah, so uh, that was pretty much it. Catherine talked about the cash flow analysis, how she's been preparing those for the town so we can kind of see where we stand as far as money in, money out on a monthly basis. Now that's not going to be on her plate anymore. It's going to go on to the finance officer. Uh, So that'll be another thing that that individual will have to... Uh, close out at the end of every month and and present to the board, um, which Catherine has been great about yeah. this year. She's yeah. come at at the, at the turn of the month every month and said, this is the cash flow analysis. Yeah. And she's worked pretty closely with Deborah to um, create that. So yeah. I think that, that you know, will be Deborah good. should be able to take that over no problem. Uh, so after that, you know, it was really, you know, she talked about... Um, the work that she was going to need to do, uh, she gave a, what was it called? Um, that one. Fee schedule. That's the word. So she delivered a fee schedule, which again, we didn't see. Uh, but, you know, it outlined maybe 20 or 30 more hours of work that she thinks she's going to have to do to do the things that the select board wants her to do. She likes this stuff. She said that. She and does. I, did you see me just shiver she said i love this kind of stuff and i'm like going, yeah. and i relate to her because i like that stuff too i mean i i love running my business i don't love working it but i love running it you know the books and the bills and all that yeah. but anyways i like ideas that's weird finance people stuff um so moving on once once Catherine uh had her time in front of the board uh we then had a discussion about the request for proposal for the river walk <gasps> So phase two, like we talked about in our last episode, got um, a grant from AARP. The Uh Economic Development Committee was able to get that grant. Only two of them were given. They did a big press release of it on the website. So you can check that out if you want to, wiltonnh.gov. But so last night, basically since September 1st, they've been trying to get um, contractors to give a bid uh, to hire somebody to do this work because it's under a tight timeline has to be done uh, by December, December 20th, 18th, yeah, something, something like that, right before Christmas. Uh, so it's kind of a tight schedule. And, uh, you know, wouldn't you know that in two weeks they only got one proposal? And and they were waiting for a second one to come in, yep. and it was ve- it was very exciting. So, so <laughs> Matt Fish recused himself from yeah. the board as they opened up the bids yep. because he was one of the bidders. The only bidder, the, actually. Well, well. He was the one of the bidders, 
And then, and then, but it was like, and then he sat at, he sat at the cool kids table and he yeah. just sat there. So great. Matt, so proud of you. Yeah. And, and, and then they discussed, you know, whether or not they needed to push the deadline back yeah. for 24 hours or something. So eventually they came to the conclusion, like Matt, Matt bit it. He got, yeah. he got all this done. He got, it's all here. He did, he did a great job. And then, yep. and then he, and then, and then he got to talk about it. And I, I'm really, I'm excited. I'm and excited. He's the perfect person for the job because he's invested in it and he knows how sensitive it is. The timeline, you know, if it's not done within the time period, then the money has to go back. So he's sensitive to that. Maybe one of these other contractors wouldn't be, or maybe they would know about it, but not necessarily care as much as he would. Matt has to live with it. Yeah. You and know, I mean, great. and, and really it's kind of puts more pressure on him yeah. because if he doesn't meet the deadline, yeah. then he's going to be the reason. So not only is he the company that couldn't yeah. do it, but he's the selectman that couldn't do it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, and, and it's great advertising for him. Yeah. He's right there. People can go by and see it anyway, Matt. I'm and he can get lunch you. every day. I know what exactly. he eats. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I know where you can check out books, but Matt, yeah. Totally put your sign up there. So yeah. you, this is being done by. So anyway, yeah. we're so, excited. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So again, thank you to the Economic Development Committee and to um, Curtis Farm Landscaping. Uh, they're hopefully going to produce a great product over there, and you can start walking on it right around Christmas time, hopefully. Uh, so after that, we then uh, shifted gears and went to... Fire. Uh, the fire, oh yeah, the fire department. So uh, our fire chief, uh, Don Nurse, he came up and talked about uh, replacing uh, some of the fire apparatus because uh, wouldn't you know that most of the equipment that the fire department actually uses on a daily basis is all older than me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of crazy. Of it. Some of it's 33. Some of it is, not. yeah, but I mean. So engine three and then the forestry truck are are aged out, not pumping, not passing all this stuff. So they're looking at replacing it with a new leased forestry truck. So so now now you guys, like I'm visual and like I really wanted Don to have little fire trucks up there and like <laughs> saying, see this is what we have. This is how old this out. So it needs to back this up, you know, and move that out and then bring this in shiny. So I, I just, he, he needed my help. So Don, next time, you know, I've got fire trucks, you know, I'm sure you got fire trucks. I got big fire trucks, little fire trucks. So I needed a visual on this. So, you know, I'm the sidewalk person, but like we need, we needed those fire trucks there. So I just kept, I just like, I just want to run home and get some fire trucks. Yeah. So. But it's it, it's kind of a tough ask, and you and I were talking about this before we started recording. That you know, I mean, one of these trucks cost you know three quarters of a million dollars, and the town of Wilton. I mean, last year the budget for the fire department was only one hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. So how do you justify you know tripling or quadrupling the budget um, of the fire department? And and I wonder where the issue lies. I doubt it's with the fire department because they're there trying to make a difference mm-hmm. in our community. And they're all volunteers, mm-hmm. um, except for the chief, which, and, and that's new. I mean, mm-hmm. so, you know, but prior to that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're all volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they need the right equipment to make make yep. a difference, to save a house yep. or a, a field yeah. or a forest. You yeah. know, I mean, imagine if uh, the healed tract caught on fire. Yeah. You're going to want to have the right, 
machines out there to stop that fire. Mm -hmm. And right now our fire department does not have those. Um, And I mean, two of the trucks are broken down right now. One of them didn't pass inspection. The other one has issues pumping waters. Pumping water. I mean, so there's a lot of problems, but how do you sell tripling or quadrupling the budget um, when, when we're, we've already seen, I mean, over the last five years, the tax increases this yeah. town has had. So if you want, if, so you, you guys go to wiltonnh.gov and go to the live stream from last night's meeting and yeah. you can hear that discussion on, on the proposal and whether or not that will be leased out. Because I mean, I mean, this place that leases them is ready to deliver today, Yeah, you know, um, um, with not paying for it until the lease agreement from till next year. So there's all there's all these things. So there's options, but it's still not going to be free. Yeah. And that's kind of where the problem is, is that we own all these trucks, even though they're all older, older than me. Yeah. Um, we own all these trucks and we don't have to pay anything to that for them, but he's overspent his maintenance line this year by 20 grand. I know. And it's going to continue to happen as the years go on. So oh, I wish we could just take one up and put it at the elementary school so the kids could play on it. Yeah. Or maybe the town of Wilton just needs to commit to twice a week playing the lottery and hope we get lucky. Oh, you know, if we won the, the jackpot, we can just buy all new fire trucks. Oh, there you go. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's not sound advice from a finance guy. <laughs> Don't ever play the lottery. The it's deputy treasurer says no. <laughs> it's a lose. Um, so, so we then moved on to the aging fire trucks. Got that uh, Halloween. I, I think we let the kids trick or treat. You know, yeah. Matt said they wear masks anyways. They're gonna. So. They're gonna trick or treat. Yeah. So. Or they said trunk or treat last night too. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, trunk Where they or treat. Doesn't have everybody bring their cars in a line, yep. open up the trunk, and let yep. the kids just go. That's I'm, not fun. Oh, that's not fun. Well, I don't want to do I'm, that. I'm not big on. I but but I want the kids to have fun. Yeah. So. It was beautiful last year on Halloween. It was supposed to be the storm coming through, and it being like 70 degrees. It was wonderful. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to you. So did they decide if they're going to have an Halloween is the 31st is on a Saturday? Did they say? They didn't talk about dates or days no, of the week didn't. at all. But I mean, the last day of the month is when Halloween is, whether it's a Saturday or a Friday or a Tuesday afternoon, doesn't okay, matter. Okay, Tuesday afternoon. Okay. Uh, so uh, then we moved on to the select board items or select member items. And so they all, actually all three of them had talked about the voting. So hopefully yeah. all of our listeners went out and voted last week. Yeah. The primary was held up at the high school and yeah. it was fabulous how yeah. it was set up. And I personally thanked the, um, um, our superintendent and our school board. I yes. sent them, I sent them an email Thank them for letting us do that there. It's where the election is yeah. going to be on November 3rd. It it was the first time that Wilton has had a tabulation machine. Yeah. And there were there, there was there was a little issue and that's going to get taken care of, but we actually got the the rebate check from the state or federal or yeah. got the $11,000 check to pay for those things. Yep. So, um it it was Great. I I volunteered there um, for like six hours. Once again, thank it you. It was well. It my pleasure. I mean, I loved. I love to. I love to do that. It's, yeah. it's that's my gig, <laughs> and and it was just really fun to see how it was set up. And Jane and her crew, they worked till yeah. eleven thirty, getting stuff then back down. You I know, because then the school had to come in and clean. But 
It was a wonderful setup. No parking problems. No, no crossing the street. No police duty. No. I mean, it, it was better. I, I it mean, really the town was. hall stuff, business wasn't going on. It yeah. was fabulous. So I think, I mean, maybe... I in, say every year. In the future, yeah. Maybe every year we just need to do it there because it's safer for the voters. Yep. And then you even said that people had mentioned oh, to you they never even been to the had school. Had never been to the school before. And they said, this I, we've never been in this yeah. building before. This is wonderful. And I mentioned that to the school board too and just said that's... It's good use and good public relations. Yeah. It was it was great. Sure. And for me as a voter, you know, I mean, it was quick and easy. And, you know, maybe because of the regulations from COVID, you know, keeping distance and whatnot, there wasn't even a lot of people there. I mean, I know I've come uh, at the town hall to vote and there's people everywhere. You got to wait in line. You're waiting in line just to give your name in, yeah. in, and yep. register and pick your pick your team. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and then the other thing, too, you had mentioned that Jane was uh, there till 1130 counting. And this was actually the first year that since I've lived in Wilton that I haven't helped count the votes. And, right. and it's the first time ever that the town has not hand counted its votes. Yeah. Um, and I was shocked to hear that. It's historical. Yeah, it's a moment. So you guys can, you know, in the future, you can reference people to this episode of the podcast yeah. after the checks were signed from September 15th, 2020, where we talk about the historic moment that the tally was yeah. not hand counted. Kids in born this year will not ever not have their Votes tabulated yeah. by machines. You know, so wouldn't you know, even Wilton is advancing into the future. I love it. You know, so um, they all talked about how great the voting was. I agree. I say let's keep it up at the high school. And thank you to the school board superintendent and all the people up at the school who made that possible. Thank you. Um, another thing that was brought up was uh, the paving on Burns Hill. So I agree that. You know, it is one of the most traveled roads because the school is up there. So a lot of the parents and buses and um, deliveries, everything mm -hmm. happens up that road. And it's kind of gotten worn out over the past few years and it was supposed to be paved. Um, and then it was brought up by Kermit that it got canceled. Um, and it was unclear to me why it was canceled. Um, it was unclear where the order actually came from. Uh, apparently the state is planning some work either on that road or near that road, and somehow that influenced the cost that the town was going to spend um, to pave that road, it, it changed. And so I, I know that you've talked a little bit about that with people involved. Yeah, so. it's kind of unclear um, where that came in from. Um, um, so, so I... I, I you know, I know that our DPW pulled up the manhole covers, if that's what they're called. Yeah. You know, so they spent some time and effort getting those cut out or unscrewed or whatever. So time and manpower. And now um, they're apparently, I didn't go up there last night because it would have been dark anyway. But um, um, apparently they're stuck up a little bit so the snowplow could hit them. So, mm. uh you know, I think the talk was to see if this company will come back in and cover that with asphalt or yeah. what they're going to do. Um, I don't want our, I don't want our snowplows to get broken up either. And the company was Brock's, um, and I wrote them a big check today. So I don't know if that concludes our business with them and we have to find somebody else. Uh, 
who knows? Uh, you know, based on what happened with the Riverwalk proposal, it seems that everybody's a little loaded down with work right now. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't lose our place. Uh, but I, I assume that, you know, the, the town administrator, the select board and the DPW will figure that out um, yeah. and get that road paved um, if it needs to be. I mean, I, I'm not a paved guy, so I'm not yeah. sure if it even needs to be done. But every time I've gone up there, I recall over the railroad tracks, a little bumpy. Yeah. The road itself is kind of split a little bit. Like It looks like it's two different color pavements going up. So. Either way, uh, not not a lot of excitement on that front. We're talking about, you know, paving roads. But either way, it was brought up as one of the select board items. So we figured we report it to you guys. Another thing that was brought up during the select board items was the uh, Old County Farm Road Bridge. So it turns out that this has been an ongoing discussion, too. Um, I think Matt said this is going to be the third year mm-hmm. that it's supposed to have been done. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't gotten done yet. But it turns out that there is work happening up there. Um, and that process hasn't gone through the appropriate request for proposal, RSP, RS, RFP, hasn't gone through that process yet, but yet there's work happening up there. Uh, so, you know, the, the select board uh, and our leadership here needs to kind of step in and say, hey, there's a, there's a process we're supposed to be going through here and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, back on August 14th. 17th, our last meeting, um, it, it was discussed, um, the bid proposal for that. And, and there, so there was like, so the, so the Rodells have, have who own that area up mm. there, um, that, sorry, I need to move back to my microphone. I can't touch it cause it will fall mic drop, <laughs> but, um, um, so there's, there's kind of some stuff there's stuff happening and we're not sure if there was a bid out and we're not sure the answer to that. So just, just, it was talked about and, and we don't really know the answer to that. I don't know, (laughs) but I do remember that the Rodells came to the select board six, eight, 10 months ago and said that they would repair that bridge to historical value as long as the town gave them the road and the bridge, which why would the town do that? I mean, it's 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 our road, and so one of our capital assets. One, yeah, exactly. And so you know, when 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 the town was like, "Hey, that'd be great," you know, I mean, we'd appreciate if you brought it back to historical value, and then when we put the plan forward, the Rodells were kind of like, eh, "I don't know if we want to do that anymore. That's not what we want." And so the town said, "All right, well, we're gonna you know go about this and get back to the proposal process." And find somebody to do the work and, and get this bridge, stop it from falling down because it's the oldest bridge in the area. And, uh, you know, so Matt seems concerned about it. You know, I mean, he's been he's been kind of had his finger on the pulse of this because yeah. he does a lot of work up there. Yeah. And he said that there's quite a bit happening up there. So um, hopefully, you know, the taxpayers get answers because we are footing the bill. I mean, I heard the number $150,000 floated around. Yeah. That's a lot of money to just give to the contractor of choice, you know, which without, with, without a bid, you know, and that was, that's one of the things that when Matt came on as, as a selectman, you know, that was his thing was, was getting a bidding process for the town. And I appreciate that. And we have one. I mean, it's, it's a, it's written out. Yeah. And it's, and it doesn't, I think it's like anything over, is it $5,000 needs to be out for bid. So $150,000 is a lot more than (laughs) 5,000. So the coming election, 
Uh, you said you wanted to talk about that, so that's November 3rd. November 3rd, and and one of the things we're going to do in another broadcast of Before the Checks Are Signed is I want to bring in some of our candidates yeah. locally here and do a podcast with them. I've gotten gotten confirmation from three of them, hey. so um, I think that would be fun. And, and just something... Not, like not long, like we're going on like this, yeah. You know, but um, um, couple just, questions, just a couple questions. Maybe and we can ask our listeners to give us a question or two to ask. Yeah, you know that might be worthwhile. Um, and I think that you know that brings me to a new thought that maybe it's time for us to be more accessible to our listeners. You know, I, I've been meaning to set up a website or a Facebook page or something to that nature so that people can reach out to us directly. Um, and so far, we haven't done that. So we'll work on it. We'll and hopefully, it. we can get these people in to talk about the elections yep. and, um, you know, see a conclusion to all of the madness. I mean, and it is madness. I mean, you've got the COVID going on. Yeah. You've got Protests. economic, you know, unemployment happening. You have um, civil justice and civil rights issues. You have global warming and horrible storms and droughts and i mean goodness and and, and that's here in the united states you yeah, know you yeah. think about others in yeah. in the world yeah you know who who are afraid for where their next meal is going to come from but so. you know deb and i are your slice of reality you know and and we give you our perspective as wiltonians you know and people who really care about this area um, I know I do. I know you do. Yeah, I and, do. you know, I mean, we just, we want you guys to all be in the know. And, and if and if this isn't enough for you, you can meet us at the select board meetings. We'll give you a spot at the cool kids table. Yeah. And you'll, you can, you, we'll even let you write on our notepad. Yeah, here. back and forth. Of course, we wear gloves and everything is sanitized in yeah. between. Yep. We do wear masks. We, yes. We, we, we do do that. Yeah. I take intermittent breaks from it, but I, I generally wear it. Yeah. Uh, so that was that's pretty much <laughs> it. You know, that's that's what we had go on this week. A lot to cover. A lot going on. Um, you know, and and we're still recording our podcast. Hopefully, we'll start getting some more before the checks are signed happening, and and get uh, the the candidates, local candidates, on to talk to us here. And there's been some other people who want to. Uh, come and join into maybe from other news sources or yeah. something to that effect. So Ooh, you heard it here first. Yeah. So hopefully we can, uh, you know, make this happen. I think uh, we need to move this to a more permanent location, maybe you know, downtown. We'll <gasps> that's see. exciting. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much covers it, guys. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. All Thank right. you again for hosting us, Deb. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, for your volunteering and everything yeah. else you do. Okay. Uh, so All you right, guys DJ. have a great day. I got chocolate here. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.